Welcome to the Leanne Hart Podcast. Leanne is a mighty servant to God who wears many hats. She is a wife to J.W. Hart, the Iron Man of professional bull riding, a loving mother, and a bucking bull stock contractor alongside of her husband at Hart Cattle Company. But that's not all. She's an inspirational speaker, pastor, singer, songwriter, worship leader, and a beautiful sister in Christ. After the podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. Without further ado, I introduce you to your host, a true Holy Spirit hustler, a lovely and passionate woman, Miss Leanne Hart. Hey everybody, this is Leanne Hart with Leanne Hart Ministries, sitting here on a rainy day in Ardmore, Oklahoma at the Grace Place, little little church that I love to minister uh, in once a month with one of my dearest friends, Cami Cantu from Sulphur. She is the associate pastor of, at the Faith Life Center Church, and you guys are just uh, kind of all over the place up there. Like if I speak to anyone locally and you're just 45 minutes north of us, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and there's that good feed store that's close by, you know, and we'd go to the vet and different things and La Crista's up there. But, right. um, there's just a lot of people that are, have just had some pretty phenomenal, uh, encounters yeah. with you guys. Yeah. And so I, you and I've been trying to connect and get this done get yes. a podcast down yes. for the last yes well it's actually been over a year now because yeah. i was like hey we should do this thing and now we're finally high-fiving and we're <laughs> yes lord <laughs> we got some <laughs> common ground here and we, we finally decided to kind of sit up in here and, and to do it but um cammy thank you for yeah. being here yeah making the time thank you for having me um it's an honor and um, because of who you are and how you are. And um, I love to get with people who has his heart mm -hmm. and has his heartbeat. And um, what you're producing is fruit. And um, to get to be a part of this harvest right now and um, speak into anybody's life that's listening that's what it's about, to give him the attention. And um, that's one thing I love about your ministry is you're not trying to take the attention off of him, but he always gets the attention. He gets the glory. Yeah. And that's why he's honored you. That's why mm -hmm. he's blessed you. That's why he's appointed you, um, anointed you for such a time as this. And that's on my heart, mm -hmm. you know. We hear that quite often <laughs> for such a time as this. Right. But we forget the statement that is said before that. And um, I don't know. I don't know what God wants to do right now, right here. But that's yeah. where my heart is today for women yeah. and men. Yeah. That in his word, he says, you are appointed mm -hmm. and anointed yes. for such a time as this. And um, so I don't know. I wanted to kind of share my heart about what does that mean to be appointed? What does that look like? What does that mean to be anointed? Mm -hmm. And um, where's that anointing come from? So, you know, there's not a lot of people that have 
strong roots like you do in mm-hmm. your faith and it's mm-hmm. firm mm-hmm. it is firm your foundation is firm and it is solid um thinking about your family and just thinking about your roots and where you came yeah. from and then and yeah since you and I have been so very close I don't there's just not ever been a conversation that was not wrapped up in the word right and that didn't wrap us up <laughs> right you know and and I mean to have that confidence in a friend yeah is is pretty uh, foundational right. in truth right there just the legacy right. of that period is pretty is pretty right. stout and right. so I know that I would love for you to share a little of your past history with okay. your your roots a little okay. bit. One grand thing about us in the ministry is I don't come from a lineage or a pioneer or legends who were in ministry. So my father was a nightclub entertainer <laughs> and at the age of 33 did not even know why we celebrated Christmas. And the story behind him is phenomenal. So I do come from a pastor. Uh, My daddy's a pastor. But um, he was just in the middle of playing in the nightclub. It was a private nightclub. You had to have a card to get in and a code. And they're taking a break. He played drums. Next thing he knows, he's sitting at this table and they're drinking beer and they're smoking cigarettes. And this woman walked in, long (laughs) black hair tapped him on the shoulder and looked him in the eye and said, Jesus loves you. Wow. And through that moment, of course, he broke and cried and the men made fun of her. And literally to this day, they don't know how she got in. He's (laughs) never seen her before. Wow. Two years later, that's when God called him to be a pastor. (laughs) And so at the age of 14, my roots go in the fact I craved it. I craved that mantle. I craved that anointing. My parents poured into that and took me to a camp in Hot Springs, Arkansas called Brook Hill, (laughs) Brook Hill Ranch. And there was a woman and she's still alive in her 90s. Wow. The camp now is 50 years old and I sat there from the age of third grade till 14. Mm. And I saw her and I said, I want that. Wow. I want that. Yeah. (laughs) And what I wanted, it wasn't the crowds. She had a relationship with Jesus that would blow your mind. She knew him. And when you watched her, she changed your world, your life. She caused me to want a relationship with Jesus. Mm. And... I found at the age of 14, okay, I'm ready to give it all up. Wow. And so at 14, I went to my parents and I said, I can no longer go to, a, to, a, to this school, public school. You got to send me to a Christian school. There's a call on my life. Well, you have to understand, Leanne, at that time, there was no Christian schools. <laughs> We're in Murray County, Sulphur, Oklahoma, 3,000 people. My parents looked at me and said, honey, we love you. <laughs> But baby, we there's no Christian school to take you to. And I said, Hedy Lou Brooks has one. <laughs> you had already found it. Yeah. <laughs> with, and the problem with that was Hedy Lou Brooks was six hours away. Wow. Her Christian school. And my parents said, there's no way. Well, in the natural, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
but in the spirit there was. And I mean, I just want to stop right here. And I mean, at 14, I started calling things not as though they were. I started prophesying into it. I started confessing. And I said, I will be at that Christian school because of the call on my life. I won't go into high school my freshman year. Sulfur, not against sulfur, but because of the call on my life. I can't be around the world right now or it'll suck me in. And I knew my weakness, right? popularity, uh, people around us mm -hmm. and being sucked into that. I need to be sheltered. And I knew the call on my life. We got to protect the call on our life. Mm -hmm. Long story short, my parents were saying, absolutely not. We don't even know them. We don't even know them. My dad goes to a pastor's conference at the pastor's conference is a man by the name of Tim Brooks, which was Hetty's son. Wow. Wow. One of the speakers. <laughs> My daddy goes that morning to go have coffee. And Tim goes, come sit with me. I saw you at the conference. Tell me about yourself. He goes, well, my, my daughter goes to your mama's camp. And she's got a call on her life. And just the other day, she keeps praying she'll go to that Christian school. <laughs> and Tim said... Have her come live with me and my wife and my children. Wow. So that from there on, yeah. I moved away at the age of 15, mm -hmm. lived with a family I didn't know for a year, went to the Christian school, and I allowed Hetty Lou Brooks and that family to mentor me. Mm. So that's how I got called into the ministry. Yeah. Um, it's very important who we surround ourselves with. We've talked about that, yes. Who we get under. Yes. Who's your mentor? Mm -hmm. Who's your Elijah? Who are you following? Yeah. Because that will get on you. And um, had I not gone mm -hmm. to that Christian school, I would not be who I am today. Yeah. Wow. And, and I'll be honest with you, um, I have a fifth grade level education. Mm -hmm. Even when I went to that Christian school, they tested me. Um, they're like, honey, your, your level of capacity education-wise, your yeah. reading level is only fourth grade. Yeah. Your math level is only third grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, literally, I graduated with a fifth grade education. So I feel like Moses, <laughs> dyslexia, can't spell. Um, God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. And I do feel foolish every time, mm. but it makes me depend on Jesus. Yeah. And as long as you're at his feet, he pours out yes, that anointing so that you can be and do what he's called you to do for such a time as this. That's right. That's right. And um, man, so that's where my roots mm -hmm come from. That's, that's why I am who I am today is because of one woman, <laughs> one woman. Wow. And, um, if I can do anything, it would be when I stand before people mm -hmm. to show them Jesus. Like if they could hear something anytime, and you know this, when you do a live, yeah. Leanne, when you do a podcast, if we can take them to Jesus, right. Right. And not us. And, and I'll be honest, we live in that culture. And I see it almost like a Lucifer spirit. Mm -hmm. That Lucifer wanted the attention taken off of God. 
and it got him kicked out. And I believe we live in a culture today that they want the attention. Mm-hmm. TikTok, um, Facebook, Instagram, podcast even, videos. I have to keep myself in check. Does this give attention to Jesus? Right. Or does it take the attention off of him and puts it on self? And you can see yeah. where that Lucifer spirit, he's always still to this day on this earth trying to take the attention off of God. That's right. That's right. Because he wants the attention. He doesn't want God to get the glory. And so um, that's my heart is, is to give him the attention. And I'm telling you, when you see men and women give God attention and that's their motivation. Those yeah. are the ones that there's an anointing on them. Yes. And and here's the deal, anointing's not cheap. <laughs> Oil mm. is not cheap. Yeah. And um and I don't mean to take over here. You are here you are here to take over. Like this is what this is about. Okay. This is I, this is why I said, hey, come on over here and pour it out. Okay. So continue. Thank you, Jesus. But it's crazy because I've, I've got to say this. I feel in my spirit on the way here when I was praying, God, whoever's listening, what are they going through? Mm-hmm. What are they facing? What are they encountering? And I kept on hearing the word crush. Crush. I kept hearing, Cammy, they're crushed. Yeah. They're crushed in spirit. They're crushed in their soul. Right. They're crushed in their thoughts mentally. They're crushed in their home. Yeah. And there's a crush. Um, you know, we, we, we know when we hear the word crush, I've got a crush on you, but I sense in my heart that there's a crushing. However, when there's a crushing, if you think about the anointing and you think about the oil, yeah. when an olive gets crushed, mm-hmm. that's where the oil gets produced. And so on the way over here, that's what I sensed is that some people right now, you feel crushed, you feel hurt, you feel lost, you feel abandoned. Mm -hmm. But this is where the anointing comes and is being produced so that you can be and do what he has called you to be and do Mm -hmm. for such a time as this. The only reason Esther Mm -hmm. had an anointing upon her to present her case Mm -hmm. to the king For such a time as this, a nation was saved. But here's why, Leanne. Mm -hmm. There was an oil. There was oils that was rubbed on her for six months. Mm -hmm. Oils and perfume. And and they did it behind the scenes. They did it in the private. In other words, like, you know, you didn't see it. On a, li- on a live Facebook. You didn't see it on a video. You didn't see it through TikTok. You didn't see it because it was private. And it was a private process. It was mm-hmm. such a process that it, it yeah, she here she gets chosen. And a year later, six months later, she finally gets to go to the king. And see, so when we watch podcasts or listen to podcasts, sorry, or we watch Facebook or whatever, we get an instant result. That's we right. get an instant response. Yeah. I get a like. Yeah. I get a comment, yeah. I get a share, I get a view, mm-hmm. and we get caught up in that attention. But Esther mm-hmm. kept away in the private, abandoned from her family, orphan little girl. And the anointing, the oil was rubbed on her for six months before she ever 
was allowed to present her case to the king. Mm -hmm. And that was a crushing that she went through. I mean, yeah. we see that story as so glamorous. Right. But let's just be real. Yeah. That woman was crushed. Yeah. And those that are hearing this, if you're going through a crush going, God, I don't understand this. This should not be the case. I live for you. I serve you. I seek you. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. The devourer should be rebuked for my sake. Why am I going through this? Mm -hmm. What's this crush all about? You know what I hear in my spirit for you? Whoever you are, it's a God crush. Yeah. And it's the kind of crush the world can't take away. Mm -hmm. And in this God crush, it hurts. There's a pressing there's yeah. a crushing like that oil of the wine press that you're going to go through, but it's going to produce and a nation's going to be saved because of it. Your family's going to be saved because of it. Your yes. mind is going to be saved because of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. so many times we don't want to go through the process. Well, and there, she had a voice standing behind her, an earthly voice in her uncle that was, was helping to pursue her and to posture mm -hmm. her into a position. Yep. To praise the one and only yep. God that could do this through her for the people That's right. that needed to experience someone willing to stand. Someone. someone. And here's what we got to understand. Uh, big girl, if you don't, Mordecai. Big girl, if you don't, yeah. I'll send somebody in your place. Yeah. And, and I have that conviction. God's been convicting me. I've been in those four walls at Faith Center Church. God's been challenging me. Cammie. Get up, put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. But it ain't you. It's me on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. You can be replaced. Mm -hmm. And I would hate to know that when I get to heaven, God saying, you know what? That right there, I wanted you to obey. That right there, I wanted you to do it. And I'm telling you, I believe some people are listening to you, Leanne, going, I want to be a Leanne. Mm -hmm. Heart. I remember when I looked at Hetty, I want to be a Hetty Lou. Right. But guess what? You got to get rid of the spirit of fear. Yeah. It's not by your might. It's not by your power. It's by the Spirit, says the Lord. Because in the natural end, I'm like, God, I can barely speak. God, I have a fifth mm -hmm. grade education. Right. right. God, I, I can't be a heady. Mm -hmm. Oh, but he uses the least of these. He doesn't even use the obvious. That's right. And here's what I love about Esther. And this is what I believe. And I, I don't know. I don't know how scriptural this is. But, you know, <laughs> we can all interpret the word. In, in, in a different form, but and I, and I could be off here, and I, I will admit that, but, but I think about this. When they rubbed the oil on her, why do you think the king favored her? Why do you think the king allowed her nation to be saved? I believe it was the anointing oil on her. Mm -hmm. There was that transfer of that anointing. Think about when she slept with him. Mm -hmm. She'd been rubbed yeah. with oils. That oil was touching his skin. Yeah. And then when she presents her case to the king, yeah. He's like, why would he do that? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the anointing oil breaks the yoke of bondage. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about you and me, oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> oh, I could, oh, okay, I could go on. Go on. <laughs> but what I love, okay, you, Leanne and I just did a conference together. Mm -hmm. We only get to do this conference once a year together. I'm telling you, there is power in this mm -hmm. duo. I feel it mm -hmm. with her and I. Oh, yeah. But I'm sitting by Miss Leanne. <laughs> and she keeps on kind of nudging and talking to me and prophesying to me in my ear. And I'm like, I'm fixing to have to speak. And I'm like, being ministered to, and she's wrecking me. Well, what's so funny, we're sitting there, and I'm going somewhere with this. Don't worry, I'm not chasing a rabbit. We're still on the oil, talking about the anointing oil, <laughs> breaking the yoke of bondage, right? Right, right. So um, 
I get out my oil mm -hmm. and I've gotten the revelation of the anointing oil. There is not a day that I won't apply the Holy Spirit. Mm. Just a little oil will do it. Yeah. And if you're being crushed, I keep on going back to that. There's an oil coming upon you for those yokes to be destroyed off of you. Generational curses, mm. poverty sickness disease but i get out my oil at this conference and i put it on my head and my hands and <laughs> leanne doesn't see what i'm doing because i kind of do it nonchalant next I thing i know next I thing i know about 20 minutes later she gets in her purse she gets out her oil and i'm like oh this is my girl <laughs> i know it but oh. here's the thing there's power in the oil there's an anointing in the oil however had I not brought my oil, I couldn't have borrowed yours. Mm. And this is what the Lord is showing me. When we go and do women conferences, you know this. Yeah. When I saw Hetty, anoint me, Hetty. Give me what you got. Mm. But the reality is, oil ain't cheap. That's right. It cost Hetty something. That's right. Cammie, you want what Hetty has? Guys, do y'all want what Leanne has? Mm -hmm. There's a price to be paid. Yeah. It's going to cost you something. Now, Leanne could have anointed me with her oil, but she can't give me her oil. That's right. And I hope y'all are hearing this. David couldn't wear Saul's armor. No, he couldn't. Mm -hmm. It would have crushed him. That's right. It would have killed him. Mm -hmm. Goliath would have had him. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really want to say that, that we, we look at these people and we admire them. But behind the scenes, do you want to be taken from your family like Esther? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, do you really want to be for six months prepared for a king for one moment, just one moment? Yeah, yeah. And so the oil in cheap. That's right. That's exactly right. And on a personal, you and I have a personal relationship yeah. with one another. We have come yeah. into that relationship, and it's precious. And we, we have appreciated that relationship, and we yeah. have... Um, we bathed that relationship in in oil, precious tears that yeah. have fallen, yeah. you know, from time to time. And and I went to you and I and I, for guidance and for leadership. And it was so funny. I remember being asked by Wendy Hilton hmm. of TCC yes. if I knew who you were because I had been going down, yes. doing their women con their women's retreat. Yeah, and. It blew my mind. I remember seeing you, Cami. I don't know if you remember this. I remember seeing you. Um, oh, my gosh. It's been 12, 13 years ago. I was singing in Sulphur. Yes. At, at a wedding. It wasn't no. the wedding. It was the, the, oh, gosh, the wildlife thing that they were doing. Yes. I can't that, even remember. Yes, but there was a it wedding was a there, so I'm getting confused. Yes. Wild West something. Yeah. And, and we were there all dressed up in our saloon outfits, yep. you know, and. And I just remember thinking, wow, there's something on her. There's something on her. And I did not know your name. And when Wendy, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. <laughs> you know, I really don't. But when, when Wendy mentioned your name to me at that conference, I thought, gosh, I need to know her. Yeah. I need to know her. And you prophesied over me mm. at a conference the first time that we met. Yes, ma'am. And mm. it was a precious because in that moment, I... 
I do not have a problem being vulnerable. I yeah. will expose yeah. all of my Come on. guts and livers. You've known that. Yeah. And through all of this, we have to be very careful. Yeah. When 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 we are walking through those crushing times, yeah, and who we share our secrets with, that's true. And and I'm very very thankful in the value that I have in our friendship because we have gone to the hidden place together. Yeah, yes, <laughs> we have we gone have. to the hidden place together. Yeah. We have battled, and I asked the Lord to give me a picture of our relationship, and and that was just a beautiful picture of both of us in our armor back to back. Wow, swords up, not wow. dragging it, ready to do whatever the Lord. Yeah. commanded us to do, told us to do, just to simply be obedient. Be obedient. Just be Obey. obedient. Well, and and I can say this without saying details. Um, last year, I was wrecked. Our family was crushed in a way I never thought we'd be crushed in. And last year, when you and I were at the conference together, you looked at me and you said, how are you? And I said, I'm not good. And God released me to tell you why I wasn't good. And I was crushed to my core. And I can honestly say, had it not been for you in those dark days, The moment's like, God, I can't do it anymore. And I was being crushed beyond my comprehension. You were there. I didn't one time doubt, will she tell, will she judge? No, she will pray. You know, we met in the bathtub. God. You'd be at your house in the bathtub, and I'd be at the house in the bathtub. Those voice messages, Those voice though. Messages. <laughs> no, literally. You are the queen of voice message. You have an anointing to give a voice message. You are the one who introduced me to voice I'm messaging. I'm so proud of your voice messages. No, I'm, I'm telling you. I don't text anybody anymore. I voice message everybody. <laughs> I can't spell worth a flip. If you read my text message, it's going to be so backwards. <laughs> Thank God for Leanne. She taught me how to voice message. But, but hear, hear me. God has not called us to do this alone. That's right. And I'm telling you, ministry's hard. Yeah. Being a preacher's kid's hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm the type, I'm kind of like Elijah, give me a cave, let me go into it. You know, the prophets, that's mm-hmm. what they did. David, I mean, he, when he's running from Saul, he's going from desert to desert. Elijah's being kept away. There's moments, don't do it alone. Yeah, yeah. Because there's power. Well, there was power for even Esther going back to that. There was power when she called out to those to fast and pray with her. Her handmaidens. I mean, they were the ones having to anoint her. Yes. You know, and there there comes those moments for the task that is upon me. And I remember you looked at me at that conference. And had you not said what you did, I don't know that I could have taken the mic and done it. You know, when the Lord comes on me, and we've joked about this, but when the Holy Spirit comes on me to prophesy, I don't ever really remember what I say. Yeah. But I know in that moment that I laid my hand upon your head, I know that 
that that was just not for me. I, no. I'm not that. I don't have anything in me that is good like yeah. that. You know, it's just God. And even this year when I was whispering to you and you're like, remember what you said? And I thought, Lord, help me. I know that the Lord was Oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm not real sure exactly what it was. Now, yeah. I know you said you came with a word today and you just delivered a powerful word, but I want you to share. Is that where your heart has been? Is that what you're bringing? Because we were talking about covenant. We were talking about coveting. We were talking yes. about all these different things. And, right. And, and I love, I think it goes hand in hand with where it does. we are. It does. I mean, you truly have to, when, when Leanne asked me to do this podcast, I said, you're my covenant friend. Mm-hmm. You know, we did a women's conference and that was the theme on Saturday was covenant. And it was phenomenal. But what the Lord showed me so many times, be careful who you get in covenant with because not everybody is covenant. Meaning the opposite of covenant is covet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I say this with, with much grace, but sometimes those that want to get close to you, it's because they covet you and they want to use you and abuse you and take, try to take that anointing. Yeah. We got to be really careful yeah. Because the opposite of covenant is covet. And you and I walked through that on my end. Yeah. Because I needed guidance. And I, I believe every pastor, every minister, anyone that is in any leadership, even if it's not in church and it's in business, right. everyone needs to have someone over them and authority over them, sure. giving them guidance sure. to continue to line them out so that we don't get so offended right. at what's taking place. We're not meant, we're not called to be offended. Because no. if we get offended, we just want to go and I'm yeah. out. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. You know, and th- that's not what the Lord has called us. Could you yeah. imagine Jesus walking in every street and every town and getting, you know, and, and living by an offended, mm. just oh, being offended oh, all the Lord. time? I mean, well, even in his hometown, they thought he got his powers from the devil. I mean, <laughs> yeah. can you imagine if someone looked at you and said, "You get your power from Satan"? Hey, I've been prayed out of a church before. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've had. And I thought, what in the world? Are you serious? But I heard that. I thought somebody was legitimately elders in a church were, were praying me to leave. Yeah. Well, did you leave? I, well, I left, but it wasn't because I knew I was being prayed over to leave. I, was, I stayed there yeah. until the Lord released me to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, when I felt but, the release but to let's go. be honest. Be honest. Let's be real. And it was convicted on someone else's heart to call me Absolutely. years later but to again, say, you need to know. And but, I thought, I knew that, but God's but, good. But, but again, you, you, I believe, and I, I'm just saying, they probably coveted. There was covenant. Inst- yeah. Instead of covenant, there was, they covet. Yeah. They, more or less, they were threatened. That's they right. were intimidated. They were jealous. Yeah. And, and see, that's when we make it about us and not God in us. That's it. That's it. it, it it's, not a, it's, it's not about male or mm-hmm. female. It's not about positions yeah. and title. It's about the posture of the heart. And if people understood the outlook from personal perspectives, like my perspective, your perspective, you know, Joe, Joe Smith on the corner over sure. there walking in their shoes thinking that it's so great, you know, there's all the things that come with that life. Yeah. It, you know, that's if you come to the house, um, I'm more than likely going to, at some point, we're, we're more than likely going to have to go feed. Sure. You know, and, and oh, I it, can't wait to get manure you know, on me. I'm just ready for that, Kimmy. You know, <laughs> I'm a city girl. I'm gonna have to take my fake eyelashes off. <laughs> hey, that wind might do it for you out there. Okay, Glory. I tried that one time, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't even operate with my eyes like this. Oh my goodness. 
But you know, it, it's it's it is like I'm I'm such a team player. Like yeah. I'm like I don't yeah. want to do anything without being part no, of the team. No, ever. No. I've always been that way. Absolutely. That's not always what other people have seen because they also see me as a leader. Sure. Which I'm sure and two, it's it's rare to have friendships like you you and I have right as women right because we're strong leaders and we do it together and we're, yeah. we understand I know my position when I'm operating in ministry with you right and I just move into it yeah. like Saturday morning I knew I needed to lay a foundation for what was going to take place at the end of the day yeah. because of the religion that was in that room yeah and it was a good place to be yeah God doesn't want us to stay in that comfort. No. He doesn't want it. He wants us to come out of that cave. Amen. And, and, and to understand that even in the crushing, yeah, he's the comfort in the crushing. Oh, absolutely. You know? And be, we'll, but, well, and that's just it. And, and to be crushed to the flesh mm-hmm. is not comfortable. However, no. when that flesh is dead, it won't feel it. That's right. So when you talk about a while ago being offended. Yeah. You know what? Dead people aren't offended. They're dead. Jesse, do plan this. Come I, on. The first time I heard that ever since. It's true. My kids love him. They call him oh. the popcorn preacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I wait, see, I just remember we were driving out to Colorado. It's been, I don't know, five years ago, however long. And he was like, I love this popcorn preacher. I was like, what? what? And it was something to do with a vision he had from heaven and there was oh, popcorn wow. Lacey just remembered him as the popcorn preacher oh that's cute I love so, it yeah you know I love it yeah well I um I, I don't know where I was going with the thought and you were talking we're in the crushing and the we're flesh. in the crushing oh but but even a while ago when you got out that oil you know the ten virgins mm-hmm. in in the word yeah you know to prepare their lamps their lampstand with what? With oil. There were yeah. 10, but five of them didn't come prepared. They didn't have any oil. Yeah. And here comes the bridegroom knocking on that door. Yeah. And so the five panic. We didn't prepare. We fell asleep. We don't have any oil. They go to the other five who had oil and said, give me your oil. And what did they say? I, I can't give you mm. my oil. Yeah. My oils. In other words, my oil's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, if yeah. you want to go through what, you know, some people may look at you and your ministry. Well, I want a worldwide ministry like that. I want 30 plus, I don't know, followers on Facebook. I want 100,000 listeners. On, do, do you want to go through, though, behind the barn, behind the rodeo, behind the circuit, that no one sees what you go through to get the oil you got? Mm-hmm. And everybody will have the opportunity Oh, be because because mm-hmm. G, because God is not a respecter. That's right. But there is a price to be paid. It, we don't hear that a lot from the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are sufferings. There's the suffering of Christ yeah. that we'll go through. Yeah. Last year, that crushing. Oh dear God, I never thought I'd been crushed that way. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, what it produced. As much as it hurt the flesh, yeah. and our family, we, we were gutted. We were in hell. But we also were wrecked with the reckless love of God in such a way it produced. If I, if I even said the things that happened between me and God, I'd go to the lake. People think I'd be crazy. Mm. But I saw him. Yeah. I felt him. Yeah. Like tangible, physical signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. And see, we'll say that. Oh, we want the signs and the wonders and the miracles. 
but come on. Yeah. Anytime Jesus was doing miracles in the Bible, somebody was hurt. Somebody was dead. Somebody was blind. Somebody was lame. You really want a miracle, Cammie? Yeah. And I had prayed this for years. Mm-hmm. I want your glory. I want to see you. Yeah. But it took the crushing for me to really find him. And I'm telling you, all the hell we went through last year to be where I am today with Jesus, I wouldn't take it back. I um, I brought a watch with me. I know you don't even know what this is. It's setting. I was wondering what that watch was. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to ask her. Okay, well, this, okay. So this morning when I texted you and mm-hmm. I said, God showed me. Mm-hmm. God showed me. He put something in my heart. It was this watch. This watch was given to me, and you kind of said, "Cammy, tell your story." Yeah. You know, there's different shifts and phases you'll go through in your walk with the Lord, relationship yeah. with Him. Obviously, my, my first encounter with Him that shifted my life was Hetty Lou Brooks. But 19 years ago, this watch represents another shift and an encounter in ministry that has to do with the oil mm-hmm. and the anointing and an encounter being in covenant with someone but 19 years ago, I don't even know if you know the prophetess called Juanita Bynum. Okay. Beautiful black woman. Mm-hmm. So 19 years ago, I was fascinated by her and the anointing on her life. And I began, she didn't even know who I was. Obviously, she was famous. But I began to follow her on TBN and watch her every move. Mm-hmm. Of course, then I was immature in the Lord and ignorant. I want what she has, not realizing, no, 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 no. You don't, you know. Yeah. Cammie, you're, you're an individual on your own. But my dad had an opportunity to be interviewed on TBN. He said, Cammie, you're not going to believe who's going to be there with me on TBN. Didn't she write the threshing floor? Yeah. Right. And he said, the prophetess Juanita Bonham. And he said, I know why they've asked me so you can meet her. So we get there. And I'm big pregnant with my baby girl. I mean, <laughs> I... I'm so fat and so pregnant. <laughs> and and she's 19. Sienna's 19. And this prophetess walks by Juanita Bottom. She's about to take the stage. She has these bangle bracelets on. And I mean, she handed them to me and she goes, will you hold these? Because when I preach, they're going to make noise. And I said, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, immediately I held those things. Lord, I'm asking for that transfer of that anointing oil. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I put them on my wrist. I'm asking for that oil. Lord Jesus, let it come. Well, what's funny, she always wore this huge watch. Huge watch. So I go to Walmart and I buy me a big old watch like Juanita Bonham. I mean, I started doing my hair like her. I started doing my makeup like her. Yeah, it, it was quite comical. Well, after, after, after she gets done, we go to the back room. I hand her her bracelets back, and she looked at me. She goes, what do you want? What do you want? Like that. And I said, I want what you got. She goes, you do? You're going to pay the price for it. You're going to count the cost for it. You want what I got? I was in a mental institute. You want what I got? I went through hell. And, I mean, it was so stern, and tears are running down wow. my face. And I looked at her, I said, I so much what what you got. I even went to Walmart and bought, bought a watch like you. And I thought, what am I saying? She looked at me. Wow. And she looked down at her watch, Leanne, and she goes, really, God? Really? I just bought this. She took off her watch. And she said, 
it is your time. Woman, it is your time for such a time as this. Okay, now again, we're talking about the oil, the anointing. It is your time. Now this was 19 years ago. Yeah. I put that watch on and I just knew, okay, well tomorrow I'm going to be the next Juanita Bynum. But guess what? 19 years later, Mm. here I am. Still not doing what I deep down inside know what he's called me to do because it's a process. Mm -hmm. But here's what's so awesome about the oil and this watch. This watch is a Cartier. I did not know what a Cartier was. My daddy looked at me and said, do you understand what a Cartier is? It's like a Rolex. So we got it appraised. I was like, oh, sweet God. Mm -hmm. Um, I began to wear the watch for a whole year. This watch this is where it gets spiritual. It functions through your movement. Mm-hmm. There is no battery in it. Right. It functions. Like there you go. Mm-hmm. So it's functioned through movement. So for a year, I wore it. And when I'd move, it works. After a year, it quit working. I thought, well, that doesn't make sense. So I take it to Oklahoma City and take it to the jewelers that works on Cartier's. And I said, this quit working. And uh, he came back to me and said, ma'am, it's, it's, it works, but it has oil in the back of the watch or valves that you have to put oil in it. Wow. So what happens is it operates off of your movement <laughs> mm-hmm. and the oil. So they go hand in hand. So just because you're moving, if it doesn't have oil, it won't work. Wow. And then I looked at him and I said, how much does the oil cost? And he said, uh, about 19 hundred dollars, 2000, about around $2,000. And I looked at him and I said, I'm not paying that. Wow. I can't afford that. Mm. And when I walked out, God said, there's a price to be paid for the oil. And so, so I love that everything you were talking about, the oil, (laughs) the watch, not it's, it all works hand in hand, the yeah. movement. Yeah. And I love that you stopped when everything, when the flow quit, when, when, the, when the watch shut off, uh-huh. you went to the source uh-huh. and you yes. said, what do I need to do, what do I need for to this do? to work? And just like you said, there's power in the oil. Well, the power comes from the source, which is God. That's and when right. we anoint things, we set it apart for the work that he has called us to. to. And that is powerful. And people a lot of times will look at that are have not grown up in church or right, right. don't understand what that oil may represent. Right. And you're like, why are you touching me with this oil? Because yes. I'm setting this apart because it's, it's got nothing to do with me. Right. I don't have any power. Uh-uh. I have got nothing. I don't have anything to give you but Jesus. It's a right. Peter and, yes. and, you know, moment where he's like, all I have is yeah. Jesus. I don't have any money to give you. Right. All I have. Is, is that's Jesus. it. That's it. You want to know how this got healed? Yes. Well, I can't give you a theological answer because all I got no. is Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's so good. And when I left that jeweler to this day, this watch doesn't work because I have not put, I haven't paid the price for the oil. And so it could be that there's things in our life. Mm-hmm. My marriage isn't working. Yeah. My, my, my health isn't working. Right. My, the job isn't working. The ministry isn't working. I'm not working. Yeah. Could it be that you, you're lacking some oil? Just like the other day, two days ago, we really were supposed to do this podcast. Yeah. And I called you and I said, I can't do it to, today. Yeah. You know why? 
because I was on my way to change the oil in my car. Because here's the thing, you don't change that oil, it'll quit working, it'll explode. Runs out. It runs out. Reapply. And I sense that some of us, it's that old wine skin. Come on. And that old mentality. The old, old does, yeah. The Ooh. old pattern, old habit, old sin, old thoughts, familiar spirits. You can't bring the old into the new. That's right. Because that wine skin will burst. That's it. That's and right. in the same way that we got to change oil in our vehicle, we got to change oil in this watch. Could it be that we need to change and, and go to the source mm-hmm. and, uh, and allow the Holy Spirit to fill us with His oil, the, the oil of gladness? There's the, a fear that stops people from that because they fear refinement. Oh, absolutely. If you read the Word of God, you can read it. But yeah. if you don't allow it to read you, you won't uh, allow it to refine you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it is a refiner's fire. That's right. And, and, you know, we say we want to see Jesus, but do you want to be put in the furnace like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Oh, the fourth man showed up, but they had to, they had to go through the fire. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's burn. I mean, it's there's a burning away. And yeah. so... Um, Man, I could preach all day about the oil. And here's, here's what I love. We do know the oil breaks the yoke of bondage. But what I love too is there's also another yoke that we're to take on. The Word of God says that Jesus, His yoke is easy and His burden is light. Yeah. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. We got to be yoked up with the right thing. Yes. We can't be unequally yoked. Thank God I'm yoked up with you. Right. Who you would be willing to do this interview. Not threatened by me. There's not competition. There's not jealousy. Because it's about the kingdom. Yeah. There's a release of power when we come together. It's crazy. And there is, and that's <laughs> the body right there. And yeah. I, I see a lot because I travel a lot. And there's a lot of disunity because people are not coming together right. and releasing the power. And their power right. is Jesus. And those relationships that run dry a lot of times don't want to move into an avenue of constructive Christ conversation. Right. Because it might crush a little bit. Right. We might have to come under a little bit of conviction sure. through the Holy Spirit. Sure. Because He is so precious and loves us so much. But then it's like, okay, what a release right there where you can love one another and truly believe that right. you are set free to be who he's called you to be. Amen. And that we're just human. Right. And that we can be refined. Right. With the word of God. Amen. And that's true love. That's, that's true it. love. I, my kids, if they get in trouble or if they, you know, and I think that this is for somebody out there. I really believe this, that there's a, a broken relationship or there's mm-hmm. maybe, maybe um, you're still carrying a, a something you left a long time ago. Maybe mm-hmm. it's been hurt in the church. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. You've been church hurt. And we've all been church hurt. Mm-hmm. Every one of us have been church hurt. That's mm-hmm. people. And you, you haven't sorted that and separated that to understand that that's not God. Yeah. And and no. that the enemy does not want you to go find someone to get back into communion with, right. with Christ. Right. He wants us to stay hurt. Yeah. And then we don't even recognize we've already been healed. Yeah. Because by his stripes... Yes. We've been healed, so we it's walk in done. hurt. 
instead of healing. Right. You know, and then right. we haven't applied just like that watch. We're not applying that oil. We're sure. Not, we're not applying the word of God to our life. Right. And we're just walking in daily doses of doing a devotional and then leaving it by yeah. our bedside. Yeah. Like Shelly spoke about on Saturday. Yeah. Put the stuffy Jesus over here. That's right. You know, and, and so good. I don't have a routine of relationship no. of relationship with Jesus. He is he is my routine. That's it. And so I know that he is your routine. Yeah. That's not I know that he just is. That's it. He's in every breath. He's in every he's in every breath. That's right. You know, and, and as long as we have a voice and we have breath, then we have a voice. That's and right. he still wants to be used. Yeah. And he still wants you to use him because yeah. his oil will never run out. It never runs dry. Mm-mm. And it goes from glory to glory. And yeah. it gets thick, thicker and thicker. And, that's and that oil, that's it. That's new wine. And I'm telling you, you get so you come to a place, you get so oily, those demons, yeah. they slide they off. They slide off. That's <laughs> like that spiritual pan. They got the olive oil spray now. You know? They slide right off that's because right. they can't stand it. Yeah. They can't contain it. They can't that's get it. around it. It's a it's a breaking anointing. Yeah. It's a breakthrough anointing. It's yeah. the pulling down of the strongholds. Mm-hmm. And you know, a while ago, you mentioned the power here, the the power duo. But but can you imagine if I was threatened by the power that God's given you? That's right. And then you know what? I don't want to do this podcast. Well, I don't want anything to do with you because I'm yeah. threatened. Can you imagine if right. Elisha? Oh, was so threatened by Elijah and the anointing on his life. That's right. You know what? Well, well, I don't want you to throw your cloak on me. And I don't want to leave my daddy and my family. And That's I don't right. want to follow you because I'm so intimidated and insecure by you. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I want what you got. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to follow you even when you don't want me to follow you. And Elijah kept saying, well, won't you just stay back, big boy? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm going to go where you go. And because when he was taken up by fire, right. he then looked at Elisha. What do you want? I want a double portion. Mm. Could it be the very person you're intimidated by or threatened by? God said, you know what? If you'll submit Mm -hmm. and if you'll get under them and if you'll follow them, the God in them Mm -hmm. could be you get a double of what they got. Mm. It's so good. Double portion. Yeah. And you know, we as we women, live in a culture that we it's do. really hard to humble ourselves now. We do. And we, we and we and as women we're competitive. Yeah. We compete, we're jealous or whatever. My God, this yeah. this this is not a competition. Do you think though, as we get a little bit older, we hit that you know, we hit that age bracket where it's like, oh, we're not in competition with one another, we're supposed to help we're supposed to help complete one another. That's it. it. It's not it's not it is not competition. It's about completion. That's it. Yeah. But but here's what I, I don't I don't know because I can honestly say that mm-hmm. used to be a root in me. Mm-hmm. Oh dear yeah. God, twenty years ago I I had such on certain people, jealousy and yeah. competition, and I felt threatened. And let me tell you why, because it went back to the root of being a little girl. Right. I feared being a it. failure. Mm. Gotta deal deal with it. I feared you rejecting me. Right. So if I felt somebody was going to come in and take my place, then I'm that I'm jealous of you because it's a it was a root of rejection in me. Because mm-hmm. in first grade I was flunked, and I yeah. do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the teacher she flunked me, she rejected me. Mm-hmm. So now anybody that I feel can replace me. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, all of, all of yeah. these things go back to the I little had girl. That with Bert. I mean, I can say at first. You know, and it was silly because when she first moved in four years ago, yeah, it was about flanking bucking bulls. I was always JW's person to go back there and 
You know, yeah. we have somebody else filming. Right. And I knew that she needed to be able to, to do this. Right. But in handing over that, I was yeah. standing there at the fence watching her learn how to flank these bulls. Me filming, taking a step over here, as silly as that sounds. No, I don't. And I just was like, wait, whoa. You know, if you look in the Word of God, Moses had to raise up a Joshua. That's it. And Joshua needs to learn how to raise up a, another one because That's he didn't it. do that. That's you know, right. and and so I need to humble myself. Absolutely. And I need to step out of the way. It doesn't that, mean I'll never be back in that position that's again. Right. That's but right. God is a mobile God. And that's yeah. what that tabernacle was all about. Yes. Whenever they would move it to where it was supposed to be, they did it as a unit. Yeah. There was a specific order. God is a God of order and the way that he right. would do that and move that. Right. And everyone knew their placement. Now, I, I appreciate knowing that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Right. It's not something easy for other people to understand. No. They don't appreciate that. No. And I work with men daily being, we have a ranch. Sure. Work with cowboys. So for me, humbling myself has really never been a big deal because I grew up in a dairy farm. I grew up yeah. with my daddy being my authority. My yeah. dad, my grandpa, you know, there was order yeah. there. And I didn't want to be the one in charge. Sure. You no. know, like I don't mind running the operation if somebody else is not there. Right, right, right. But I like knowing that I've got my checks and balances in and that somebody appreciates me being yes. there. Yes. And I believe that we have to value those partnerships. We do. You know, and, and it shouldn't be a threat if right. you're in it for the same that reason. It comes down. Resurrection. Yeah. It comes down to the, the intent and the heart. Yeah. And yeah. that's what God chooses based off of our heart. That's it. That's uh, it. I mean, that's it. And, and I'm telling you, I've got a bird in my life. Her name's Becca. Yeah, I'm telling Becca. you, that woman, when I was a youth pastor, she followed me. I watched her. She watched me. She moves from Arkansas and comes in. And now she is the youth pastor. Yeah. I get to set back. That girl's preaching circles around anything I ever done as a youth, mm -hmm. youth pastor. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? That's, the way it sh that's, that's kingdom right. order. That's kingdom order. That's the structure of God. It's like we go forward and then we slingshot yeah. those that are back... Our kids, we're releasing those arrows. That's it, it is processed. It's, the, and it it's is our what, fruit. It's our fruit. It's in Scripture. Yeah. And we can be confident because we are doing what we have been called to That's do. That's right. Well, and the reality is, too, if I ever feel threatened, then I'm making it about like, it. well, it's my ministry. Well, mm -hmm. it's my anointing. Exactly. Oh, wait a minute. Meology all over again. This yeah. all came from God. That's right. That's it. <laughs> you so know. Good. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Okay, you know what? We're going to wrap it up today because this is, I can't wait to, can we just come do this every couple of weeks? Yes, <laughs> like, in we're Jesus' to... name, because I have to admit, I was scared to death to do this, but now <laughs> that this is my first rodeo and hers done, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, because this woman right here has hunted me down and has pushed me out of my element. I, I was like, okay, what day? I'm going to stay on you. What day? What oh. are we doing this? What are we doing this? Yeah. So, okay, guys. Okay, so how can everybody get uh, connected with you on social media? Yeah, uh, okay, I'm going to be just real. I only have Facebook, and it's my name is Cammie Cantu. Yes. Um, our church, my base, is Faith Center Church in Sulphur, Oklahoma. Yes. And I travel and do a lot of women conferences. 
do you post on your Facebook site to where you're going to be at next? Is yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. Schedule. Yeah. Like, you got something coming up? Soon. I do October the eighth. Mm-hmm. So uh, a women's conference on October seventeenth in Medill, yeah. Sunday morning at yeah. Assembly of God, and then October thirty first. Um, uh, Sunday morning at Lindy, Oklahoma, Harvest Church. And so there's an expansion and I just, I love, I love God's people. And yeah, um, yeah. so. I love it. Well, thank you guys for sitting with us. Yes. And uh, just being in his presence with us because Amen. this was such a fun podcast to do. How rich was this? So, um We thank you all, and we will see you next time in Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. And if you have any questions about the podcast or questions for Leanne, please check out her website at leannehartministries.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-H-A-R-T ministries.com. If you'd like to book Leanne, you can do that for your services or event and you can go to bookings on leannhartministries.com. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to connect with Leanne, you can do that by reaching out on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, as well as leannhartministries.com.